And uh, I just want to say one thing um, to the fans and everybody in Gator Nation. Um, I'm sorry. Um, extremely sorry. You know, we we're hoping for an undefeated season. That was my goal. Something floor is never done here. But I promise you one thing, a lot of good will come out of this. You have never seen any player in the entire country play as hard as I will play the rest of the season. And you never see someone push the rest of the team as hard as I will push everybody the rest of the season. And you never see a team play harder than we will the rest of the season. God bless. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handed. Hey, fantasy, decision. We talking touchdowns, reception, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Yeah. Talk mouth. Yeah. We flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record. Yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. What up, though? Yeah. We back. What up, what up? What it is, hopefully it's what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Session, the podcast. Today is December the 16th, and the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, our Apple, we're going to get back on YouTube heavy during the offseason. It's just too much going on, you know what I'm saying? Next season, we're going to try to catch y'all with the live, you know what I'm saying? Well, Gabe, you should have a lot more time on your hands now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Uh, you're at the oh, uh, so I had to. I had to. I had to. For the people, you know, it's for the people. <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> I'm still little. By the way, Gabe lost two playoff games by less than a point. That's crazy, bro. I'm still in the Fancy ESPN league, cool. but none of my, my none of my friends are there, so it don't matter. None of your home leagues. Everybody knows, like you want to win. You want to win every league, but it's the mm-hmm. home leagues that just. You know, it just does something for you when you win those, bro. So I feel your pain, bro. Uh, but it's all right, man. But I'm still here for the people. So as always, man, subscribe to everything. Tell a friend. Now y'all don't ruin my mood. I wasn't even thinking about that. Thanks a lot. It's okay. Guys. Now it sounds more legit, bro. Sounds more authentic. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to want to be here right now. I, I, I get really it. Did. I really did. I really, did. <laughs> I really deleted sleeper like once. Like. <laughs> I was really, I was really contemplating like, like putting y'all on silent and not texting y'all for a week. <laughs> I already know, bro. I already know. That shit sounded like it was finna get dark for a second. Like it really was. That nigga was contemplating some real serious shit. <laughs> fuck fuck <Don't>... fantasy. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck my life. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, we want to take a special time out. So thank y'all for listening to us all the way to week 15. What's this? The semifinals, right? Yes, sir. Um, and we want to take a special shout out to um give a rest in peace to everybody that's lost a lot to 2020. Um, get safe to everybody who has corona and a special shout out to all the follower kings and queens to the uh, police brutality. Rest in peace. And we bet, and we bet. Playoffs. Yes, sir. Big week, big week ahead, man. Big week ahead, bro. Yeah, playing, playing, playing. Your boy Antonio, two leagues. You know he he looking for blood because I just smoked his ass in another dynasty league and shit. So you know he gonna be looking for the revenge. Yeah, so I gotta be on my toes. Gotta be ready, bro. I gotta talk to my guys on my team. Like, yo, we gotta do this. We gotta we gotta bring home the gold, man. Shout out to (laughs) our boy Laquan, man. Bring home the gold. And I got a matchup with Javar too, so hey, it's gonna be a, a very stressful week, bro. You going down in one of these leagues, bro? I'm just like you know, and hopefully not Sundays or marathon. No, it, it gotta be, it gotta be one of those. <laughs> it gotta be. You one. forgot I'm in other playoffs too. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't specify that. <laughs> I don't care about y'all playoffs, man. <laughs> I was Doing it for you, Gay. I'm gonna bring home the gold for you, bro. I got hey, you, man. Hey. It's not Dude. for me. Hey, this like that shit. All, uh, you guys serve. Hey, Gabe, little Saint, right now. Do it for little Saint. No, you just called him little Saint. Anyway, man, let's get on to some of the news and notes since the last time we potted, man. <laughs> Gabe, you still in the playoffs on the team in the pod leagues? I know, but I don't so care about that. Good. It's actually one of the leagues you started winning the playoffs in, though. I don't care about that, man. News and notes, man. David Johnson and DJ Moore taking off the COVID-19 list. Uh, I didn't know that, but all right. So I got to probably redo my notes. But anyway, uh, 
Ronald Jones has been put on the COVID-19 list. Does he have the surgery? Yeah. Keep and reading. You know what I'm saying? Not the surgery. Does he have it? Oh, I, we don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know if he's a close contact or he actually has it. All right. And he's also having surgery on the broken finger. Um, that is so. something to keep in mind because Chris Godwin had this surgery, the same exact surgery earlier in the year, and it did cause him to miss a game. So he's fighting two battles here. Down off my list. Um, Ravens plays Hollywood Brown, James Pro Prosife, uh, and Miles Boykin on the reserve COVID list. I'm not sure if they have it or they just on the contact list. George Kittle designated to return from injured reserve back for championship week, possibly. We well, yep, we don't know. Like he, he can start practicing now. We just don't know if he'll actually play, you know, this week or next week. So I think he'll probably play next week, not this week. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm pretty sure he got himself on his teams in the playoffs in fantasy too. I hope so. If he comes back in championship league. week and just like dominate, that would be crazy. That would be so awesome. I really need him this week in a couple of leagues, but you know, I'll be grateful. Raiders <laughs> placed uh rookie Henry Ruggs on COVID list, and he's out for tomorrow night game. Of course, this is Wednesday when we're recording this. Uh Matthew Stafford style status is in doubt for Sunday against the Titans. He hasn't been ruled out yet, but it's not looking good. Uh I heard Carlos earlier talking about picking up um what's his name? Chase Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. It's crazy, bro, because like it's it's a weird situation. Like I'm actually playing Tonio in one league and I in a super flex league. They're both super flex league. And um Stafford is one of my quarterbacks. He gets hurt. And then I'm playing him in another league where Stafford is one of Antonio's quarterbacks. So we're both gonna be down possible one of our starting quarterbacks against each other. So it's gonna be crazy, bro. But Luckily, I did pick up the uh, handcuff. He he allowed me to just go right in there and scoop him up. So I didn't want him. He's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him. At least I have the option to play him, you know. Doug Marone is named uh, Gardner Minshew the starter for Sunday's game against Baltimore. Jalen Hearns is out for, I mean, to start for weeks 15. Carson Wentz is out. Jacecki is expected to miss time with a shoulder injury. It's bad timing uh, after he just had two major weeks. Yeah. Um, and that sucks. It's heartbreaking. Sorry, Carlos. And okay. Debo Samuel will miss the remainder of the 2020 season. Brandon Ayuk is about to have a monster game. He had 16 yes, targets last week. He's a league winner type <laughs> player, like definitely. Let's fucking go. Y'all got any other news? Um, nope. Yeah, um, that's that's not news though. Everybody, everybody knows that. Falcons suck. That is a fact, but it's yeah, a good that's, suck that's this just, time. Pause. Yeah, it's a great suck. Do, say yo. Did you see the hand motion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed it. I was looking at my notes. I was ready to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep going. Let's say <laughs> the week fifteen man, the Chargers versus the Raiders uh, over under line. Chargers three and a half point underdogs. Fifty three point over under. 53, Jesus, that's a lot of points. Justin Herbert, that's a good Thursday night game. They still haven't came up with a song, nor have I. Justin Herbert, Damn. he has, I think he hit that rookie raw, uh, three straight games under 17 fantasy points, and he threw over 44 times each game. Uh, the Raiders, who are giving up the 12th most fantasy points to quarterbacks, how do you feel about him? I, I got him as probably like a low-end QB1 right now, I think. I got him at like 10. Yeah, I think he's still starting him because his baseline, even though he, you know, kind of hit that wall, like you said, it's his baseline is still there if you take away the New England game. Um, so that upside is not as there, not there like it was, you know, when he started the year. But with the baseline of, you know, putting up 16, 17 points, I don't think that you could be too mad at that. Maybe in one QB leads, you can look elsewhere. But if I am have uh, Herbert, I'm probably going to keep rolling him out there. Thanks. Austin Eckler has um, turned it up. Facts. Definitely starting him. He's a must play, man. Leading running backs with 14 targets over the last three weeks. The Raiders are giving up the 10th most uh, targets to running backs and the third most points to running backs. Got to start, like you said. Keenan Allen, the number 18th wide receiver and half PPR over the same period of time. Tied for seventh in targets, but only 30th in yards. Um, 
That's not good. He has a great matchup, however, against LaMarcus Joyner, who's get graded a 48 by PFF and giving up a 71% catch rate after previously being the number four wide receiver with 106 targets and 835 yards. How you feel about Keenan Allen this week? Start him every week. Every week. Yeah. But moving on to the other wide receiver, Mike Williams may not be able to go tomorrow night. So you got to push back to – if I had to choose a wide receiver, I would like Tyron Johnson just just as a flex play if you if you <coughs> put it in a, in a hole. But uh, other than other receivers, I wouldn't like – it should be an uptick for Hunter Henry for sure. So you, you're going to throw him in there and must start him. But any other receivers y'all like? I'm cool on yeah, Mike Williams, actually. Yeah, even if – I mean, if Mike Williams yeah, plays, Mike maybe, is. since right. it's such a high over-under and he, he will have a good matchup against them, I wouldn't mind it. But if he doesn't play, I don't like anybody from um that, from the Chargers side of the ball. I would, you know, pivot to somebody like Aguilar who might still be available for you. I like Aguilar but, this week. Yeah, we'll get to him when we get to that side of the ball. But, yeah, I wouldn't play anybody else from the Chargers. Um, We already talked about Hunter Henry. Definitely playing him. He's uh, scored double-digit points for the last five games, uh, averages seven targets, and is the nine number nine tight end in that span. So he's going to be in that middling tight end one uh, range for me. That's where I got him. On the other side of the ball, we got the Chargers giving up the 10th most fantasy uh, points to quarterbacks. Wait, p- the Chargers playing – the Chargers or they – I mean the <laughs> – The Raiders. The, no, the, the, the Chargers are yeah. giving – that's why I said it right. Oh, okay, we got Derek Carr. Yeah, see, he was going to catch me. Uh, they got but we all looked up, though. We all looked up like, wait, because you said something. 20 no, we plus, looked up before 20 plus, uh, in two out of three games. Uh, the last minute rushing touchdown last week helped put him over 20. Um, that's now two games in a row where he had a rushing touchdown. Chargers fourth in yards given up through the air, 12th in touchdowns. I like Derek Carr this week. Probably, I think I got him at like 13, 14. Let me put him on the ranks. Yeah, he's um he's a start for me too, but it does come with risk because he has been up and down. Um, just for example, twenty six points last week against a good Indianapolis uh, defense, and then he put up one point six points against a poor ATL defense. So, I think we gotta um, stop saying poor. I mean, we'll get, as a whole, we'll get, I got, I got uh, something. Pass we'll defense, game. pass defense. They're still not that good against the pass. I mean, they're good against the run, but the only quarterback that's defense. put over. The only quarterback that's put over, we'll get to it in the notes. I don't want to ruin my notes. Gotcha. But, um, but yeah, it's always process over results. So I'm still going to start him because uh, the Chargers are allowing the ninth most points to quarterbacks. Okay, agree. Um, but I, I like him as I got him as a QB two regardless. Um, mm-hmm. I have him at yeah sixteen. Josh Jacobs after coming back from injury. And trolling the fantasy community. He only got 18 touches, five of which was targets um, and catches. 74 yards and no touchdowns. He has an okay matchup against the Chargers, giving up 120 yards on the ground per game, 12th most in the NFL, and 17 fantasy points a game to the running back position. Uh, I got him still in that running back. Uh, I got him in running back too, actually. Yeah, he'll be like a back-end RB1, front-end RB2 for me. I got. Um, I, d- I definitely don't appreciate the trolling though. That was that was. If you I don't have, have him anywhere. Depending I, on I him. was actually trying to trade him. I was actually trying to trade for him somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have him down. Let me look. I have Jacob. You got him at fourteen. Uh, I got him at fifteen. All right. Yeah. So front end RB two. No. It's just like you. You just really need. It just depends on what you want this game script to be. Because if the Chargers come out to like a, a early lead or something, that he, he's going to get game scripted out because they're still not really using him in the passing game as much as you would like to see. Mm-hmm. So if they're, you know, if it's a close game, then he should, you know, perform well for you. Yeah. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, it was a bad matchup uh, for wide receivers. Um, only giving up 23 points to the whole position. Uh, the Chargers are. Uh, but two weeks in a row now with nine plus targets and with rugs out, I think he'll be fed a lot more. I don't have nothing more of like a wide receiver three. Um, but I yeah, do especially, like especially with rugs out. Um mm-hmm. Like you mentioned his volume, he hasn't seen less than six targets since week 11, averaging 12 and a half points and is the number 15 receiver in that span. So I, I'm got you. I'm with you as a wide receiver three. I think he provides a decent floor this week. 
Um, of course, De- <clears throat> Darren Waller, he's a monster. 27 targets, caught 20 of them, 275 yards and two touchdowns over the last two weeks. That's something like that some tight ends doing all year. Yeah, it's crazy. Some receivers, too. <laughs> uh, anything else in that game? Nope, just uh, real quick, I'm sending Renfro and um, the, uh, the secondary running back options, Balaj and Justin Jackson. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Josh Allen, I mean, let's get to the Buffalo at the Denver Broncos got a line. Buffalo, seven-point favorites, 50-point over-under. Josh Allen, Denver giving up the 15th most fantasy points to the quarterback position, um, but eighth most rushing yards to the quarterback position. Of course, he's going to start him as a stud. The Buffalo running backs, how do you feel about them? I'm back and aware if you can. I got them. No more. It's like running back threes, maybe, maybe fours. They're not even getting red zone opportunities like that. So, yeah, I wouldn't even really look that, that way. Um, but if it's hard to figure out to start one, they should get up and be able to run the ball a little bit. But I feel like the floor is capped. And we got them at 39 and 34, 39 for Devin Singletary. Um, or they're still in his cap, I should I- say. I looked at the touches, man. They pretty much split down 50-50. Uh, I even looked at the red zone and 17 touches, 17 red zone carries to 14 for Singletary and eight and eight touches inside the 10-yard line or the five-yard line for Moss and four for Singletary. So even like everything is 50-50. So, I mean, if you have to, of course, in this running back landscape, I understand it, but it's, it's gross. Yeah, more than likely you have better options at this point. I'm hoping you do if you're still in the playoffs, man, because they just they don't have a ceiling, bro, and their floors are low. So it's it's hard to justify playing either of those guys. You're just hoping for like a long touchdown, and you know probability of that is not high. Not at all. That's a fact. Um, Stephon Diggs, man, a great matchup against Duke Dawson Jr., giving up a hundred percent catch rate. That's crazy. Locked and loaded. Um, Cole Beasley back to back double digit target games 21, uh, catching 14 for 171 yards, hasn't gotten to the end zone. Uh, will be matched up against Will Parks, greater 61, giving up a 70% catch rate. Wide receiver three, I got him. I like, I yeah, like, he will, he will be, you got to pay attention because John Brown has been activated. I think we forgot to mention that on the news part, see, but um, with right. him, with him, if he does play, that does limit the upside the PPR upside for Cole Beasley. Uh, Cause you know, he's not really a huge touchdown guy. So if he's, you know, getting targets taken away from him, that's going to limit his ceiling again, but I still think he's fine as a wide receiver three. We got him at 27 right now. If, yeah. About right. Oh yeah. So yeah, they say John Brown is coming back to play. So yeah, I take, I don't like him. That should also help Josh Allen too. Oh yeah. Sure. We'll, we'll see uh, on the next episode. We'll have uh, for sure, for sure news. If he's going to play. No, nah, he plays much better with Brown on the field. Just no, I'm saying out. if if he's gonna play. No, I say he designated to return. Yeah, that that you know it could mean the 21 day window though. Like you have 21 days to actually activate him to the starting roster. Yeah. But, but it is looking good for him. Uh, probably championship week. Dawson Knox, Denver giving up the seventh fewest points to the tight ends. Um, I got him as a sit this week. Uh, yep. Yep. On the other side of the ball, Drew Locke, second best game of the year last week, uh, 21 for 27, 280 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Gunshots for him. Buffalo, go ahead. Would you start him? Uh, as a QB, two years. Uh, I, 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 think, I still think it's risky. I wouldn't do it if I, if I had other options. He's probably like a, a lot of people's quarterback threes on their rosters, you know? So, um, like you said, that's like his best performance. I want to say he's only done like second best. Like so, he has like two or three games over twenty. I think he had a four hundred yard game oh, against the Falcons for sure. He had a 29, yeah, I mean, he, 29 points. Yeah, so he had like. Uh, let me look at his uh, highs. I just yeah. Know. So yeah, he has he has two games over twenty points this year. So I'm yeah. really not trying to depend. No, no, no. Three games, three games. So three games out of however many he played. Like that's a. Small sample size for me, man. I'm I'm looking for other options if I, you know, can help it. But as Drew, QB two, I can understand it. Drew Lock or Cam Newton? 
Drew Lock. I, I like Drew Lock there. I think he's gonna throw more passes in the ball. This yeah. Herbert and Big Ben to 18 points, but he's gonna throw the ball a lot. And you know, it's yeah, I would probably go Drew over Cam. Better. Cam's floor is just horrible. Hopefully, you have better people to put out there. But in in quarterback two leagues, you are playing with fire, as Carlos said. But I can understand why you may put him out there because he's going to toss that pill around a lot. Drew Locke or Teddy Two Gloves? Teddy. Drew Locke or Matt Ryan? I think I like – Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah, Matt Ryan. I think I might go Drew Locke over Teddy. I might. I don't like Matt Ryan no more. Um, the running I don't like back. them either. I just like them better than Drew. <laughs> <laughs> the running backs, we got Melvin Gordon, 22 touches, 233 yards over the last two weeks, hasn't had a touchdown since week 11, and has only had one game under 10 points in that span. So he's been getting the volume, that running back one volume. How you feel about Melvin Gordon this week? I don't think uh, any of them, him or Lindsey, can be trusted at this point, especially since they're going to be playing from behind and uh, seeing lim- limited opportunities. So I have no more. Gordon no more as a running back three and Lindsey. I, I got. Yeah, I, have him, I have him as a, like a middling RB2, Gordon. RB2. Because like you said, his, he, like you said, he provides a nice floor and he mm-hmm. is used in a passing game. So even if they yeah, do get the, his targets have has, His targets have been going down lately. They have, I guess they haven't been thrown to him. That mm-hmm. is the thing I saw. I don't know. Like, if they just just hasn't been the game plan, but they haven't been. But if he gets his usual like twelve to fifteen rushes, and then like two to three targets, like I I could take that. I'll so take that he went. Too. So since week eleven, he's only had five targets, and it, those came in the last two weeks. Yeah. And so that, was, but but he's still been sustaining. Like I said, he's only had one game under ten points in that span, so he's getting all the running back one volume, and he hasn't had a touchdown. So I, I like him yeah. nothing more as a flex play. I think you feel started more confident. Uh, Tim Patrick, eight targets, three touchdowns in the last two weeks. It's a bad matchup against Levi Wallace, graded a 59 by PFF and only giving up a 58% catch rate. I got nothing more like a wide receiver for. I just wanted to mention him because he's scoring, and I know people might. I, I, I got him. I like him as a wide receiver three. Yeah, I was about to say, I like the little upside. KJ Hamler is like a dart throw, not enough targets. And Judius just hasn't clicked this year. So I'm not. He hurt in the playoffs right now. So the only person that's getting good looks is Tim Patrick. Yeah, he's clearly their best option right now, especially with Fant, like, leaving games in the middle for mm-hmm. an illness and shit. Like, he is their most reliable target. So if I had to start somebody, you know, receiving option out of there, it would be Tim Patrick. Speaking of Noah Fant, he did put up a goose egg last week. Uh, port, uh, he Reportedly, he's sick. Um, but uh, I got him as a low tight end one that, I think I got him at 12 right now, actually. Just with the opportunity. Yep, that's about right. So, yeah, I agree. On to the next game. We got Carolina at Green Bay line. Carolina is 10-point underdogs, 51.5-point over-under. That's three straight games over-under, uh, over 50. That's a great uh, like it. Semi-final, semifinal week with like no it. Christian McCaffrey. I don't know if he mentioned that. Nope. Not uh, expected to play again. Teddy Two Gloves. Uh, we mentioned him. I like – I think I like Drew Locke over Teddy Two Gloves. He threw the ball 40 times last week. That's only his third time doing that uh, all year. Uh, We're throwing the ball over 37 times all year. A bad matchup versus Green Bay with Jair Alexander back. Uh, Stafford only had 14 points, and that was going into the fourth quarter. He probably was going to score on the goal line, but still. Um, I got him as a QB, too. We got him at 20 uh, on our rankings. Yeah, fine QB2 and super flex leagues, um, but you really only looking to stream him for the plus matchups. And like you mentioned, Green Bay is not a plus matchup for quarterbacks. So you still wouldn't start him over Drew Lock? I would start him over Drew Lock. Hmm. Right. I have I him Because even in bad matchups, I, I just like his floor better. I know he's not going to like lose me a game. Yeah. I feel like Drew Lock could lose a game for me. Especially in the playoffs. I feel what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. Uh, Mike Davis, 17 touches, 93 yards, uh, two touchdowns in the last two weeks. Volume is key with him. Uh, the, who are they playing again? Green, Green Bay. Bay defense giving up the fourth most fantasy points to the running backs. Uh, I got him as a running back one this week, probably like a low end. I think I got him at like 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have him around there. I agree. 
Robbie Anderson, 12 targets, eight catches, 84 yards last week without DJ in the lineup. Um, I don't think it'll be that kind to him this week. I didn't know DJ was coming back, but I think Jair Alexander still covers him even with DJ on the field. So I got a big game for DJ now. Well, they're going to see – I think him and Robbie, they, they both move around the formation. So I think they'll both see a mixture of Jair Alexander and Kevin King. And those two cornerbacks are have a combined to allow a 56% catch rate. So it's going to be a tough day no matter who who they line up against. But, I mean, I think I will go Robbie as a middling wide receiver two and DJ Moore like a uh, wide receiver three. Do you like Curtis Samuel? Do you like Curtis Samuel? He, he has the best matchup out of all of the receivers because he's going to be playing the slot and he'll see – Chan Chandon Sullivan, who's great out as a 51. So I think he could be considered as a wide receiver three also. I like it. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we got discount double check. I got him as my QB1 this week. I think I have him there too, actually. Uh, yep. For now. And Jones and uh, Jamal Williams, man. Free Aaron Jones. Hashtag. For some reason, yeah, man. man, they won't free Aaron Jones, even though he plays 71% of the snaps. It just looked like Jamal Williams was on the field way too much. Yeah, I think, man, it's to a point now we're just going to have to start living with it, bro. Like, he just wants to have, a like, uh, some type of timeshare. Like, he just doesn't want to put too much on Aaron Jones' plate. I get it from a real-life standpoint, but, you know, it's definitely frustrating from a fantasy standpoint because he's clearly the superior talent over Jamal Williams, so... But, I mean, this is a good matchup, so I think that, you know, even with him only getting about 70% of the uh, snaps, he should have a great day. Um, he still only had two touchdowns since week nine. Um, mm. But it's the a good matchup. starting to kick in. Remember last year, Rodgers was struggling with his touchdowns because Aaron Jones was getting them all when he gets to the goal line. This year, it's like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers just throwing them in. Um, also, I think Jamal Williams is a good flex play. Agreed. With them um, with them being 10-point favorites and they're at home, high over under, like I think you could play that that handcuff running back. This he is might get into the week. end zone. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams, of course. Uh, Robert Tunyon, man, he could still slide him in there as a tight end. Uh, he's yes. playing like a wide receiver. It's crazy. Yes, he's uh, scored a touchdown in his last four games, tight end four over the year, and he has he's tied with Kelsey for the most touchdowns among tight ends with nine. So it is a tough matchup with Carolina allowing the 10 fewest points, but, I mean, you can't really sit somebody that's performing like he's been performing the last four weeks. Um, with MVS, uh, with Lazard still being not banged up, uh, do you like MVS? He had six targets last week, caught all six of them, and he got into the end zone. He'd be up against Dante Jackson. Was giving up a sixty-eight percent catch rate this year. Um, actually, I think I th- I think I like Lazar a little better this week. I think MVS uh, benefited from a better matchup last week, but Lazar has a way better matchup this week. I'm um, going against Troy Pride, who would be his primary matchup. He's graded out as a thirty-seven according to PFF and allowing a seventy-four percent catch rate. So, if you had those two, I think I would lean towards Lazar. Would you start MVS Zudo? Not, I mean, I don't think I like MVS's matchup this week. I think it's just going to be a Lazar week as terms of like, in terms of the second receiver option. Gotcha. Um, anything else in that game? I think that covers it. Yep. On to the next one. We got Tampa Bay at the uh, whatever they call the Georgia Dome now. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Tampa Bay. Minus six, so Tampa pays six point favorites, 50 and a half point over under. Um, Tom Brady going up against the worst defense to quarterbacks, but they have been improving over the last four games or since Dan Quinn left. Really, it depends on what Falcons team show up. Uh, since week 11, um, Taysom Hill is the only quarterback to have good games against um, the Falcons, like, like, even like, like games that hurt you, like, like we were talking about. Uh, it's Drew Lock. Since Dan Quinn is Julog and Taysom Hill twice are the only quarterbacks like they gave Derek Carr his worst week of the game, and they gave like Justin Herbert his worst week too. I think that was the only two. But Justin Herbert still put up sixteen points. Yeah, but that was his floor. That, but I mean, that's part of the rookie wall. I mean, if you look at it, really, like Las Las Vegas, that I think the Derek Carr 
total is really bringing down that average because you only scored one point, but everybody else scored 16 plus. Like they're getting better, but I still think you can play your quarterbacks against them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely play your quarterback against them. Mm. I don't think you're getting those like QB one, like top five, like how are you putting the QB top five if they playing the Falcons weeks again? You know what I mean? I think those days are over. Man, it might be. I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay finished in the top five against Atlanta. I don't think I don't think it's over with. I just think it's not like a oh every week it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I got him as a low key. I still got him as a low key. You want to think I got him at twelve right now? I I have him at nine, and you have him at ten. All right, that's cool. That sound about right. Uh, the running back situation, Ronald Jones, man, with Fournette being a healthy scratch last week, he had 19 opportunities with 84 yards and a touchdown. The Falcons are giving up the fifth fewest yard, I mean, fifth fewest point fantasy points to running backs. Um, if he does play, I got him as an RB2. If he doesn't, I got Fournette as RB2, whoever plays. Mm, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Back in RB2 for Fournette, I think. I think, yeah. they, cause they, cause I think they they actually been in the same in the same. Yeah, because they've been. Yeah, I, I I agree, but I just think Fournette is and not as good as Ronald Jones is. Like I was kind of up in the air about that before the year started, but Ronald Jones clearly looks like the better player. So if he, I mean, you know that Atlanta is good against the run. You know, what I mean, like they might mm-hmm. allow catches and stuff like that, but they're good against the run. So I think he might struggle a little more than uh, Ronald Jones. So I think he would be more of a like a back end RB two. Um, and I would, uh, Ronald Jones, I would put him as like a middling RB2. Uh, Mike Evans, only one game over 50 yards since week 10. Uh, five targets being the lowest he's had since week 10 also. So that's not really good. He's not, he's seeing the targets, but he's not getting a yard. Uh, we'll see probably AJ Terrell, who's been shadowing the number one as of late. He's given up a 75% catch rate, but he's the highest graded rookie cornerback with a 70. Uh, I got him as a wide receiver two this week. Yep. Um, Chris Godwin, how do you feel about Chris Godwin? You got to start him, man, but you just got to temper your expectations just as a whole, not in this matchup. I know he can definitely go off in this matchup, but pretty much any receiver, like Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, they can all go off at any point. So you really just got to start them as like wide receiver twos, wide receiver three type players that just hope for the best because, I mean, they're not going to like demand a high target volume with all these miles to feed out here. I don't like Chris. I mean, Antonio Brown this week, until yeah, show, especially I, in the playoffs. I think he's more of a wide receiver three, but the other two, you can keep yeah. him in that wide receiver two. Right yeah, now. yeah. I think he's more of like Boomer Buzz, actually. Like, you never know. He hasn't had over 10, 10 points, I think, this year, right? I think he may have nope. had it like once. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Gronk, lowest targets all year. Uh, well, since week two, where he wasn't really playing like Gronk yet. Uh, he does get the Falcons, who's given up the fourth most fantasy points to the tight end position, 15 points a game. So I expect a bounce back tight end one week for Gronk. Agreed. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Matt Ryan, I got him as a sit. I don't really want to talk about him. He ruined everything that I had going on in my life. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have, we, we have him down as uh, number 19 consistent quarterback. So, if I mean, if Julio plays, this really depends on if Julio plays for me. If I think if he plays, he'll be more of like a back end QB one, but he's like he's averaging like I want to say like seven or eight points less per game when Julio does not play. So his his production just shrinks for some reason without him. So just have to pay attention to reports there and kind of monitor and, and you know, make your choice based off of that. Because that's Russell what Gage do. did steal a touchdown. Mm, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he actually threw a nice, nice pass there. I needed that, but I thought I did. I still lost my mind. <laughs> uh, Ty Gurley, I got him as a sit. Yeah, he's a sit for the for the rest of the year. Yeah. You could drop him if you in redraft. You could drop him. You you don't need to. You don't need to have him on your roster. I, I think point. I did in my ESPN league. Yeah. Um, Calvin, that's Ridley. sad, man. That's so sad. He really is. Dude's only like twenty six point twenty six years old, bro. Like he's damn. Well, it's not that it's, sad it's, when you think about it, because. We're probably going to get a top five running back. Yeah, man. I'm just talking about the player. <laughs> like, <laughs> it just sucks. That <laughs> game like, it ain't sad. Fuck him. We about to get somebody else. <laughs> that is a bad. He went to UGA. Your school. You love him. He's the guy, bro. Could care less. 
Uh, Russell, <laughs> uh, Calvin Ridley, Carlton Davis is going to be his matchup. He's getting up a 60% catch rate. Got him as a wide receiver. One has had at least nine targets in every game since week 11. Stutter Rooney. And he got yes, just hit a 1,000 yards. He's literally having a Chris Godwin breakout year, bro. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome. Uh, Russell Gage, five catches, 82 yards, uh, threw a touchdown last week. He'll see Ross Crockwell. This week, giving up an 88% catch rate and is graded at a 77 by PFFs. But um, if Julio is out, I think you can start him as a, with a safe floor as a wide receiver three. Gage? Yeah. I'm still not going back to him. I know I mentioned him as a sit last week, but he kind of bailed anybody I would start on with a passing touchdown. Like that. But he had 82 really... yards, though. I, I was about to say, yeah. he had about 10 points wide receiver three. Yeah, he had 82 yards. Three without a touchdown. Okay, so maybe give you a, he'll give you he'll give you a nice floor, but I a little flex play. You know that's one game we've seen him without Julio like multiple games this year. And I I think this is probably he probably put up his best game. I want to say with you know this last week. But a lot of times so, he went out hurt. I feel like they they make a conscious effort to get Russell Gage involved in the offense when he's out there though. Yeah, I feel like he should, I mean, he'll be all right as a flex play. Uh, Hayden Hurst, only one game over five points since week 11, no touchdowns. Um, Tampa Bay is giving up the 10th most, I mean, the 10th, yeah, the 10th most fantasy points to the tight end position, but I don't trust Hayden Hurst. I got him at 14 this week, excuse me. Yeah, he's also a sit for me. I have him at, um, yeah, right with you, 14. Um, Let me see. That's it from that game. Got anything else? Nope. I believe that covers it on to the next game we got jacksonville at the baltimore ravens jacksonville 14 point underdogs 47 and a half point over under gardner Minshew named a starter in relief last week 18 for 31 178 yards and a touchdown i believe he came in in the third Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's not bad uh Baltimore giving up the 15th most fantasy points to the quarterback position, but I do not trust Garner Mitchell this week. Will you start Garner Mitchell or Drew Locke? I think I would start I'm, Drew Locke. And yeah, true. Just with Mitchell coming back, it gives the offense just a, a little bump for, you know, the offensive players. But as far as for Mitchell, man, it's just the organization. I don't know, bro. It's just not looking right. I thought he was going to be a breakout player, but uh, I think – he should be somewhere around right there, Drew Locke. What I just think Drew Locke just has a better. I don't team. think Drew Locke has the a possibility of being pulled during the game. I think that possibility is higher with Gardner Minshew. So I would go with Drew Locke. But it, Drew Locke I, I am with Javar. I think it raises. I think it raises the you know ceiling for all the skill players. Um, James Robinson. He hit a thousand yards last week. All-purpose, uh, 16 touches, 83 yards. Um, let me see, against Tennessee, 18th fantasy points given up to the running backs and 11th in receiving yards given up to the running backs and four passing touchdowns. So he probably won't have a big yard on the ground, but hopefully he bails you out and they get behind and they have to throw the ball to the running back. Yeah, so you know he's already game script proof, so he's every week RB1. But Baltimore, they've been pretty solid versus running backs throughout the year. But the last two games, they it does seem like they've been kind of letting up a little bit. They've given up 330 scrimmage yards to running backs over the last two weeks. You know, you've seen Zeke and Pollard was well, mostly Zeke have a decent game against them. And then we saw last week Chubb and Hunt just pretty much destroy them on Monday Night Football. So I'm I'm perfectly fine with James Robinson as like a top five play this week. Uh, DJ Shark, another game over seven targets, but only two catches. He does have a tough matchup against Jimmy Smith, but he gets his favorite quarterback back this week. Um, I can't trust him. I got him, I think, probably like outside of my wide receiver threes right now. If he is, he probably like the low win wide receiver three. Yeah, I can't. I'm right there with you. He's the volume has been there, but he's only had 14 points combined over the last three games to show for it. So Tough matchup, him not producing lately. I'm not going to trust him. I think that's just because him and Mike Glennon just didn't connect. You know what I mean? Um, but yep. I, mm. I'm still not, you know, if you're in a pinch, maybe may a flexible wide receiver three, but yeah, I'm not really not excited about starting him. So even if I don't want to start him, I don't want to start Keenan Allen. I mean, Keenan Cole either, even though he did have a pretty good game. He, he more boom or bust, LaVisca kind of in the same territory, Shark two, wide receiver three range, but. That's about it with those that that offense over there, man. 
On to the other side of the ball, we got Lamar Jackson, uh, shitty boy. He shitted all over Cleveland. <laughs> Dropped the <laughs> load. Only 11, 17 attempts in each of the two last in each of the two last weeks, uh, three passing touchdowns and a passing interception. The rushing is what's uh, been keeping him afloat. He's pretty much been a running back, 94 yards and plus in each of the last two weeks with three touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Jacksonville, Jacksonville is getting up to 11. Oh, crazy. It's so crazy. Uh, right, uh, Jacksonville yeah. is the 11th in yards rushing, giving up to the quarterback position. Uh, of course, he's the QB one. It's so crazy that what now? So crazy, like when you know when you see Russian quarterbacks, like you know most of them, like they break long runs, but they seem like when they see contact coming, they try to you know get down. Like Lamar Jackson seems like he has no fear at all. Like he'd literally be out there juking motherfuckers, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like he really is a running back. It's it's right. so he insane. Plan, he playing throw him up, bust him up out there. That is wild, bro. But on another note, bro, can you imagine how wild that would have been if you had Lamar Jackson and you're trying to like come back? And a Monday Night Miracle or some shit, bro. And he leaves the game, bro. Like Griff. he was that close from sinking so many fantasy owners, bro. But he came back and got the job done, bro. That was that was a crazy game on Monday, bro. Yeah, tell him about tell him about how Griff won. Yeah, that was insane, bro. So Griff, somebody in our leagues, man, he's like a massive shit talker. <laughs> like, the biggest. So he was, yeah, he was down fifty plus points going into Monday Night Football. He had Lamar Jackson and Kareem Hunt going. So pretty much everybody thought it was over with the way Lamar Jackson has been playing and, and Kareem Hunt lately. And he he pulled it out, man. Literally, he would have he would have lost if Lamar Jackson did not come back and finish that game, bro. So <laughs> that would have been insane, bro. So well, he didn't Javar win with, he wouldn't have won with Kareem Hunt. Um oh, Javar well, got, yeah, yeah, he probably Javar gotta won. go do a Lamar Jackson. But you know, but you know what though? But you know what though? If Lamar Jackson doesn't come back, they don't Baltimore doesn't score. That's true. So if you know, what I mean, if they don't score, then Kareem Hunt is not needed to score at all. So, yeah, I, he would have lost that game if Lamar Jackson really didn't come back, bro. It was it was insane. On to another running back, the Ravens. Uh, J.K. Dobbins playing over sixty percent of the snaps the last week. Uh, Thirteen opportunities, fifty three fifty three yards and a touchdown. Jacksonville giving up the third most yards per game on the ground, one hundred and forty five yards a game. That's a lot of yards. To the running back position, they could have very well have another one of those uh, three rushers with 100 yards next this week. Yep, that's exactly why I think he's more of like a high end RB two um, over a running back one because he's clearly their best running back, but he's still only averaging 12 opportunities since returning from the COVID list. So, um, going to rank him as a high end RB two, but with the matchup, he definitely could be a weak winner. He's still a must start. I got him in running back one. I think I got him at 12 right now. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, what they could get out to a big lead, but that doesn't really mean that he's going to get all the volume. Like, you know, they're going to still use Gus, and they're still going to use – they might use Mark Ingram. He didn't get a touch last week, but if they're blowing him out, I could see them, you know, giving Mark Ingram five, six touches. I do like Gus Edwards' two touchdowns last week. I think he's a flexible option. He's leading the team on the year in red zone carries and inside the five carries. Oh, yep. I liked him as a flex play, but he led the team with red zone carries. I would like him running back. Uh, I mean, in your running back two position, not two, maybe three. Mm, still flex. You're not getting <laughs> to enough, me. You're not getting enough talk. You're not getting enough of the ball. I mean, I think they're gonna run the score up this week, so he's gonna get in red zone. Lamar gonna take all on. Yeah, it could be a possibility. Uh, Marquise Brown, uh, he's on the COVID list. Eight targets in two of the last three games, and a touchdown in each game. Um, in each of the last three games, I mean. And a touchdown to each of those games, man. He's back in that position where you don't know if you want to start him or not start him every week now. How you feel about Marquise? I know if he plays, if he's not on the coach. Yeah, if he plays. I think you just really need to decide, like, what you need from your roster. Like, if you need – if you are, like, a heavy favorite, then I probably wouldn't start Marquise Brown. But if you do need that, you know, that upside out of your flex, then I wouldn't mind him as a flex. Because of what he's been doing lately, he's like he scored a touchdown last three weeks. They've come late, but we all know that it only takes one play for Marquise Brown to have a good day. Mm. And then the person who he's going against, Cindy Jones, his primary matchup is allowing a league high 2.3 yards per route covered. So he has a great matchup. So I, I mean, it really just depends what you need. I'll have him in that flex, you know, range and ranking. So just depends what you need out of your lineup. 
Uh, Mark Andrews, uh, six of the 17 targets from Lamar Jackson last week. I don't know how to do percentages right now. You know how to do percentages? Not in my head. I know that's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Of the yard, uh, 78 yards, just didn't get into the end zone. Jacksonville giving up at 13 points a game to the tight end position. I got him locked and loaded number three tight end again this week. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, on the piece. That's on the re- receiver I trust right now is Mark Andrews. But, uh, yeah. Nick Mullen. Oh, the next game, San Francisco at the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> he sounds San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, three-point underdogs, 45-point over-under. Uh, we got Nick Mullins. Uh, he's get, he's had, he's doing okay against sorry teams, uh, 20 points against Buffalo, 17 against um, Seattle, and 17 yeah. against the Giants. But y'all, don't like, but y'all don't like Drew Lock against Buffalo. All right, continue. I do like Drew Lock against Buffalo. That's why I said that. Um, not not over Teddy two gloves. I did. Los is the one that said he don't. All right, my bad. I back off. Pay attention, bro. <laughs> um, but I uh Dallas has given up the eleventh most fantasy points to the quarterback position. I like I like Nick Mullins as a quarterback too this week, also. I can dig it. I like it. He's only gonna hurt you if like they have Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. All right, all right. So, so, and what? Well, so you like Mullins over Drew Locke, Teddy Two Gloves, and Cam Newton? Well, of course, Cam Newton. I think it goes like Drew. I like Drew over him mm-hmm. and Cam Newton over him right now. Nah, Nick? I don't know about. I, I think I got. It probably go. It's all the same, but it probably go Drew, Cam Mullins. Yeah, probably that. If if Kittleback, I like Mullins. If Kittleback, that's but he probably won't be. But next week, Kittle be back. Um, on to the running backs, uh, Raheem Mustard and Jeffrey Wilson Jr. It's now 50-50 split, but it comes on the team that we know is dedicated to running the ball. Dallas is the sixth, giving up the sixth most fantasy points to the running backs. Um, 162 yards on the ground per game. That's the most in the NFL. How do you feel about Mustard and Wilson Lowe's? Well, you got to pay attention to reports because I, I couldn't find anything about it, but I saw something on Twitter earlier that he was going to like a doctor for some type of checkup on his foot or ankle or something. So mm-hmm. if he if he misses time, then Jeff Wilson becomes a smash play against his defense. But if he plays, then he's like a back-end RB2, I would say, just based like, on how they're using these running backs. I, I like them more as a, wire, a running back three-ish range with a little, a little upside. They split in carries. Have been playing as well lately. Have been running the ball as well. So. I like um, Wilson over Muster actually because he's leading in the red zone target. I mean, red zone carries. He's getting those uh, the carries that matter um, actually. But I got them both as probably like high running back threes. I think I got um, Williams is like twenty six right now, and then Muster like twenty nine something like that. Yeah, I know he didn't practice Wednesday, and he uh, says most emerged from this past Sunday with an ankle issue that required further imaging. The result of those tests haven't been revealed, so we don't know exactly what's going on with him, so you just have to monitor that. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, we kind of – Ayuk and – Talked about him a little bit earlier, 16 targets, like I mentioned, caught 10 of them for 119 yards, and uh, that's – the third double-digit target game he's had this um, year. Rashad Robertson is expected to cover him most of the game. He's giving up a 77% catch rate. I got him as a wide receiver, too. I completely agree, man. He's with no kiddo, no Debo now. Like, he's going to get force-fed the ball, man. You got to play him. He's a must-start. On to the other side of the ball. We got Andy Dalton. I got him as a sit this week. Um... Zeke, how you, you got him as a sit before I keep going? Uh, yeah, I have him as a sit. On to the other, uh, then we got a running backs. A gross game from Ezekiel Elliott, man, in a great matchup. Only six fantasy points off 14 touches. Uh, now nine weeks without a rushing touchdown and only one game over 100 yards on the ground this year. San Francisco is the six most fantasy points um, to running backs all year. And I got him as like a running back too, man. He's just, just gross. Yeah, he's a back end running back too. He'll still get enough value to justify that. But some names. Uh, who would you start over him? Um, Wayne Gallman. Would you start? Who would you start between those? 
Wayne Gallman's matchup is Cleveland. Uh, probably Zeke. I think I go. I got Wayne Gallman one spot ahead. How about DeAndre Swift? We don't know how much more of a workload he gets this week. Would you start him or Ezekiel Elliott? Yes, in a Ze- in a Swift. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how about Kareem Hunt or Ezekiel Elliott? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. I have Zeke. Yeah, no, actually, I have Zeke two spots below Kareem Hunt right now. So yeah, I'll go Kareem Hunt right now. What about J. Key? J. I mean, McKissick for Washington or Elliott? Zeke. Zeke. Zeke? I yeah. think I. I go McKissick. I think I would. Well, well, well. It's a new quarterback playing this week, so it may be a whole new look. God damn it! I know Alex Smith did practice, so we they they're saying he might he might play still. So if, so if Alex Smith plays, you still playing Zeke over McKissick, who you know finna get eight targets. Yes, because <laughs> he's not gonna do nothing with them eight <laughs> targets, bro, at all. I also hate JD McKissick, so <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. Fuck JD McKissick, though. I don't, I don't care about him either. Yeah, I have JD McKissick at I have JD McKissick at in the flex range this week at, at twenty eight. That's why I feel Zeke should be at right about now, especially on the I, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad at it. I probably he had twenty one right now, but I can see myself moving him down as the week goes on. Um, Amari Cooper now three straight games in the end zone. Uh, 22 targets, 206 yards in that span. He's the wide receiver 10. Uh, San Francisco is giving up a t- uh, is the 20th in fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver, so it'll probably be a tough matchup for him. They wrote my boy, y'all. But I got him still as the wide receiver too. I yeah. Me too. Sorry, no. You start him for sure. I mean, he can't depend on touchdowns. He has been getting them. He, he's, he's the guy once they get down to that area of the field. But, I mean, he's going to see a lot of Richard Sherman, so – Mm-hmm. The matchup is tough, but you still have to roll him out there. I don't think you can sit. Um, Richard Sherman been getting cooked lately too. I don't like any other other passing uh, catch options. Nope. On to the next game, we got Houston at the Indianapolis Colts. Houston seven points underdogs, fifty one point over under. Deshaun Watson, they just played two weeks ago. He had 19 fantasy points, uh, went 23 for 38, 341 yards with seven rushing touchdowns. Um, no, nah, seven seven rushes and 38 yards and a rushing Ooh. touchdown. Um, I think he probably has a probably around the same stat line this week. QB2. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I, hold on. You said what? Q, uh, QB2? QB1. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're starting Deshaun Watson. Uh, Dookie Johnson, the Colts giving up 52 rushing yards to the running backs as a whole. Last time they played, the Colts are giving up the 10th fewest points to the rush running back position. Uh, seventh in passing yards to running backs, um, seventh in fewest passing yards allowed to the running backs, but they have allowed four passing touchdowns, so it's not a good matchup. And for what Duke Johnson does, running back, well, David Johnson is back off the cover list, so oh, that we is are gonna get David true. Johnson. So with him there, um, it is a tough matchup against Indianapolis. They just played him, what, two weeks ago? And he mm. saved you with a touchdown. So I'm still going to rank him as like a mid to back in RB2. Um, because even though he did save you with a touchdown, he has a decent shot as an, at another one. He's averaging one carry from inside the five this year, which is really what you want to see. I want my running back to get at least one opportunity from inside the five. So um, he has a good shot at a touchdown. So I'm going to uh, rank him as a – you know, mid to back end RB2. Brandon Cooks uh, could be back this week, but he will face Xavier Rose if he does get back, uh, who's giving up a 43% catch rate. Um, but the volume is what you're expecting to see. He's not had less than five targets since week five. So if he plays, I do have him as a wide receiver too, but I don't know if he plays this week. They are expecting him back. So okay. um, it is looking good for him. So if he plays, I don't think I play any of the Secondary options. Um, I wouldn't play QT and or Chad Hansen because you just don't know who's gonna have the better game out of those two. Yeah, uh, like I, I, I do got him. I know we didn't see the targets that like we would want to see from QT, but he did get into the end zone and that saved you. But I feel like I mean, who would you start over QT at this point? Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar, I would start over him. Cole um, Beasley. 
Beasley, yes, yes. Oh, uh, if Brown plays, yeah, yeah, I would play Brown. I would play Beasley over him either way. Yeah, I would, uh, how about Marvin Jones? No. We know Kenny Galladay still. We don't no. know if Stafford's going to play. We know Stafford, no. Yeah, I still think I would go Marvin Jones. I have him at 30, QT at 32. Uh, how about Clay, Chase Claypool, man? He hasn't really been doing anything these last couple weeks. Hit that I like wall. more. I think I'd just go with Claypool. I know for certain that Deshaun Watson is going to throw for 300 yards. Yeah. All think, of them yards can't go to Brandon Cook. And I think he's going to play better if Brandon Cooks is on the field. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. I, right now, I have Claypool at 29 and QT at 32. So they're in that same range. But I, I think I would go with the upside with Claypool. I, I think I like QT. We'll see. Um, Anything else? So nobody else, right? On that side of the ball, no. No, no tight ends, man. Akins was or Atkins is Atkins. He was in a uh, prime spot two weeks in a row, he, and he dropped like two touchdowns, like literally two weeks in a row. Last week was insane, bro. Literally, I've never seen somebody drop a ball like that. It was, it literally hit him <laughs> in the hand, in the arm, bro. He didn't even see the ball. So not starting any other tight ends. We got to get something better out there for Deshaun Watson, man. Facts. Free Deshaun Watson. On the other side of the ball, Phillip Rivers also had 19 points, 27 for 35, 285 yards, two touchdowns last time they played. Um, I got him as a high QB2 this week, possibly on the cusp of being a QB1. Yeah, he's a great streaming option this week. One QB league, two QB leagues. Like, you can start him any format, in my opinion. Um, Averaging 18 points since week eight and is the number 12 QB in that span. So, And we already seen him provide a decent game. A couple weeks ago, so I I'm, I love uh, Rivers this week. Yeah, it, it seemed like they uh, letting Rivers cut loose a little bit, and it's uh, starting to help out Ty. So yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, speaking of Ty Hilton, I like Ty Hilton also. Eighteen targets um, in the last two weeks, caught thirteen of them for one hundred and ninety six yards and three touchdowns. Keenan Crossan will cover him. Seventy eight percent catch rate he's given up all year. That's a lot of uh, catches. So I like him this week. Um, I know Hilton has been on fire last two games. And he has historically destroyed Houston, bro. He already did it this year. And the last nine matchups against Houston, he's averaging 16 points per game. So, I mean, you he's a must play wide receiver too. Just in time for the playoffs. And he went off on so many constellation teams last year. He's probably not even on your team right now. Where? Somebody dropped them in redraft. I picked them up for sure. For sure. <laughs> uh, I know Carlos is waiting, so I'm going to go ahead and give the mic to you, Carlos. Pause. Uh, Jonathan Deion- Taylor season, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You're definitely, 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 definitely want to start with this guy. Um, it's finally starting to come together for him. Over the last three games, he's averaging 138 scrimmage yards, six yards a carry. Three and a half yards after contact per attempt and has 18 avoided tackles in his last three games. Through his first nine games, he only had eight avoided tackles, bro. So it's definitely starting to come together for him, man. And he's playing Houston, who he just destroyed against them for um, – he, he just destroyed them with 135 scrimmage yards and a touchdown a couple weeks ago. So he is a top six running back for me this week. Top five, top five, top five, top five. I moved him down. I had him at top five. I I, I got discouraged, man. I think he um, does have a high floor, but I'm just scared that those other running backs could vulture some of those touches because you just don't know what Frank White is going to do, man. And that scares me. But I still but think it's really just Hines. Team. It's really just Hines. Just Hines, just Hines really. Because yeah. Wilkins has literally been phased out the last couple Garbage. games. Yeah, he's been phased out. So, like, we look, we want to, we don't mind seeing two running backs back there, but Jonathan Taylor, he's been looking great. It, like, if you watch the tape, bro, he's been making people miss. Like, he just looks like a totally different running back. So, I am confident in him, especially with going against the team that he just destroyed a couple weeks ago. It's hard to do the same thing twice against uh, any team. Now, running back, it ain't really. I mean, you're going you gonna to stop Jonathan Taylor, Hilton going to go off on you. Like, it's like it's, that defense is bad. Yeah, but, yeah I, I mean, I still think he has a good game. Anything else from that side of the ball? How y'all feel about Michael Pittman? Uh, nope. Yeah, he um, he's a low-end desperation flex play, I feel like. He gets a decent amount of targets, but he just hasn't produced, and he's not being used in the red zone or end zone. He only has four 
red zone targets and zero end zone targets over the last five weeks. So he's only like getting targets between the twenties and he's not going to break no long play. So low ceiling. Hilton time, baby. Yes, sir. Uh, on to the next game. We got the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins. I think this is a battle. I think the Dolphins could clinch the division right here. No, probably not. They got no, Buffalo the still. Yeah, Buffalo still. That's yeah, crazy. so it's New England, uh, one point underdog, 41 and a half point over under. Uh, Cam Newton, two out of the last three games, has had under five points. Uh, Miami has given up the seventh fewest points to the quarterback position. They do give up a lot of rushing yards to the quarterback, seventh most in the NFL. Um, uh, Cam has played them already with 25 points, but that was in week one when Cam was still on the Kimmy Cam juice. Uh, so I think it's a quarterback two for Cam for me this week. I think, like I said before, I mean, I'm, I will even start gunshots with my boy Drew Locke over him. I'm not really trusting Cam. This Miami defense might come up and show out. And, you know, until Edelman is coming back, that he is. is Oh, Edelman coming back? Edelman? I, I thought he, I, I think I seen that in the news, right? I'm, he's I mean, de- I, he's designated to return off of IR, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, until they say he's yet. playing, I ain't buying. So yeah, I agree. I'm, not, I'm not messing with I'm not messing with Cam unless I'm in a super flex league. And I was a and you know, Cam a boy. So if I'm saying just pass on him, just pass on him. I said it, man. Out of those running backs, man, how do you feel about him? I feel like we just got a whole bunch of crop of grouped together running back threes. Uh Derek Damon Harris is the guy in that backfield, but it's just you know, the game script, I feel like the game script is not gonna be in his favor. There should be better running backs. Uh, out there that you can start in his place at this time. Damian yeah, Harris like, or any other He's like a Singletary. Yeah, exactly. He's he's just close your eyes and pick one because they're pretty much the same mm-hmm. same guy. I guess I would go with the Buffalo running backs because they're in a better offense, so they might have more chances to score, but and and, and yeah, be a I don't, they're like the same same running backs, man. Because they don't get they use they're they're being used in the twenties. They're not really being targeted and their they don't get goal line. Yeah, they don't get goal line. Quarterback gets their touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the Miami is getting up the ninth fewest fantasy points to the running back position. Um, I don't like any other wide receivers with that against the Miami secondary. Uh, you said none of the Miami. I mean, or none of the New England, England receivers. Yeah. Nah, nah, I don't either. Uh, Jacoby Myers has been looked all right, but he had a shaky game last game. You're going to see uh, your boy. Uh, but No, nah, not really. He's going to be on, um, I can't even think of his name right now. Xavier Howard. There we go. Oh, Xavier Howard Allen. Oh, one hand shouting? Okay. Yeah, I don't want any part of that. Uh, that was a great catch. Uh, all to the other side of the ball, we got Tua Tucker Beloa. Um, he coming out there. Shell, what are you talking about? What? You about to go right back in that show that we too. Uh, <laughs> you saw what they did to that other rookie quarterback, bro. Like rookie quarterbacks do not. Well, well. Quarterback. Like, What's his name? Justin What's Herbert. All he right. scored four points. So rookie running backs or rookie quarterbacks do not do good against Bill Belichick for like he just he knows how to get under their skin, make them uncomfortable, man. So I'm not starting to. A, um, I have him down at 23 right now. All right, so all right, so in two quarterback leagues, he he's in the same um, conversation with uh, Drew Locke, Teddy Two Gloves, Mullins. Like, how you feel? I start all those guys over him, man. I do yeah. not like the matchup this week. Me too. I can dig it. Uh, on to the running backs. Uh, we got Savon Ahmad probably will be back this week. How do you feel about him? Man, I'm scared of this running back. If he's back, I would start. I would start him. I, I mean, if you need, if he's not back and it's DeAndre Washington, I, I mean, if you just need volume, he should provide a nice floor. Like he didn't look good, but he still got you six points because he was the guy. You know, they like to have a workhorse out there. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I will feel more confident in Ahmed if he uh, comes back. I don't like Devontae Parker. Uh, he'll probably be on Gilmore Island, and we already seen what uh, Devontae. Uh, Is he Gilmore. coming back though? I thought he was hurt. It says he's questionable. He had a limited start this week. He's limited at practice, so he's on the track. Okay. So if he if he comes back, that kind of uh, lowers the confidence. Because I was kind of uh, thinking about, lowers you know, it. about him. 
Oh, kind of lowers it, like yeah, because you know, with no gas skin and you know, Gasicki's expecting to miss time, and then mm-hmm. I was under the impression that uh, Parker would miss time. So, if all those guys are out, I think Bowden could give you a decent floor, and he has running back eligibility. So, if you're struggling at running back, like a lot of people are, um, you know, he could give you a nice floor in that slot. So, a good dynasty pickup, too, yeah, definitely. I, I got him in a couple leagues, and Devontae Parker, whatever his name is, Devontae Peoples Parker Adams. Donovan's uh, Peoples Jones? His, Bingo was his name of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the name of the episode. Uh, Mike Jaseki, man, uh, like you said, he probably is going to miss some time. So do you like uh, Deron Smythe? Nah. Um, Gaseki was just – he. I mean, he was good because he wasn't really used as a traditional tight end. Like, he lined up a lot in the slot out there. So I don't think – Whatever his name is, Smythe. I don't think he's going to be using that same capacity, so I'm not trusting anybody else. Yeah. Uh, that brings it to the end of it. That's the last one. Unless you got anybody else want to start from this game? Nope. Uh, I don't even. Have, good luck to everybody. I guess that's not. I hate. I hate fantasy football. I can't even like bring myself. <laughs> not me. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a different story next week, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Stay tuned. Well, not yeah, but we got another episode before then. Stay tuned. We're gonna get part two this week, man. We're gonna come through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tony, you got anything? Nope. Jabari, you got nope. anything? Nope. We out. Look at the playoffs. Let's turn up on the boat. What? Playoffs. Peace. Peace.